0: This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real, real English. English. Here's your host, Mark Johnson. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 138, baby. Oh yeah. And we have an amazing episode today people that's right there is a new member of the rock and roll english team a new voice to listen to that's right this podcast is evolving it is growing because if it's not evolving it's dying isn't it that's what mother nature says i think and this podcast is never going to die anyway i don't want to say too much about who it is because you will obviously find all of that out on the show. All I will say is this. He is a very interesting person. Okay, that's kind of the best adjective I could think of to describe him. Anyway, here is the episode. Happy listening. Daniel Hillary. welcome to Rock and Roll English. Thank you for having me, Martin. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. Hello, Rock and Rollers. Such a pleasure to have you here, Daniel. But One thing that we need to clear up straight away, so some rock and roll vocabulary there, clear up to clarify, is we can't call you Dan because there is only one Dan the man on this show. Okay. Um, So I thought we're going to call you the Hellraiser, okay? A nickname um, that you are probably quite familiar with. If you don't know what that means, it's someone that raises hell. Okay, so to raise, to lift something, to lift something up, he is bringing hell to earth, as you have done many times to me and my life. (laughs) Always been such a bad influence, me. It was the Hellraiser that made me start drinking. Tried to make me start smoking, but you never succeeded, did you? No, your mum was always there. Exactly. Okay, my mum hates the Hellraiser. Okay, (laughs) he's not the type of mum person. (laughs) No no mums like him. Mine does. <laughs> I don't think your mum does. In fact, I know she doesn't. She likes me more than she likes you. It's true. It's wishful thinking. It's true. <laughs> exactly. Some nice rock and roll vocabulary there. Wishful thinking. Being hopeful. Oh, oh, wow. Look at you clarifying those words straight away. You're almost as good as clarification, Charlie. Thank you. <laughs> I've been listening to the show a lot. Yeah, well, I know. Notice they said, I've been listening some Present Perfect Continuous. Um, He's very familiar with the show, The Hellraiser, um, because you wrote quite a lot of transcripts, didn't you? I did. I did. Before I was fired. <laughs> yeah. So remember, when you're fired, it's when you lose your job. OK, Dan, the man came back. Hellraiser. OK, so, you know, it's a dog eat dog world here. OK, so there's an expression to say everyone looks out for themselves. Exactly. No loyalty. (laughs) Um, How much fun was writing those transcripts from zero to ten? Ten being the highest. Ten being highest, probably around the minus one range. (laughs) Well, that's good to know. At best. At best. Okay, great. Well, obviously, you're very familiar with the show. How do we usually start the show? We start the show, I believe, with a review. Yes. Do you think we have a review? Uh, I really hope so. (laughs) unfortunately no okay um but you can leave me a review oh actually i think you did once didn't you i just didn't read it i I did leave a review yeah again just forgotten (laughs) kick to the curb kick to the curb some lovely vocabulary there which means forgotten about let's say yeah you are very much the forgotten man of rock and roll english this is your moment this is the moment you've been waiting for i am ecstatic about what's going to happen (laughs) really <laughs> so it's static really happy um so do you know what we're talking about today hellraiser i n- i never do i never do no no one ever does um we're talking about your country of residence okay uganda um just so everyone knows the hellraiser and i went to school together much like corporal coma boom boom cannon dan the man all went to school together we're all around the world now aren't we Boom Booms in sweden i'm in italy Dan the man's in France. You're in Uganda. Corporal Comer's getting married in Spain. It's... Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he lives in London, which is 40 minutes away from where we grew up. So he's uh, he's living here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, um, the Hellraiser lives in Uganda. Okay. So I've been on the Internet. Okay. Have you ever been on the Internet, Hellraiser? We don't have it here. <laughs> I know you do have some problems with it though, don't you? You had quite a few problems in the past. Very often.
1: Very often. Yeah. It this uh it's temperamental. Uh data's expensive. It's uh <laughs> it's it's a nightmare. Is it this this podcast is
0: costing me a lot of money. Well, <laughs> I hope it's worth it. Just think of all the money you earned from writing those transcripts, okay? Uh, in those golden days, I remember. <laughs> Um so um I've got some things about Uganda and you can basically tell us if it's true or not. Okay. Um apparently in Uganda um there is very good hospitality. Everyone is very friendly. Is that true? That's true. That's
1: that is true. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's pretty hospitable. Uh, locals are very
0: friendly. Yeah, I'd say that's 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 true. That website is true. So apparently I've read here that children start screaming with joy when they see you has anyone screamed when they've seen you probably screamed because they're scared of you <laughs> babies do cry when uh, when they see me that that's true
1: but that happens everywhere
0: that actually happens with me as well and um, babies are always scared of me and always cry even my nieces wouldn't go near me for the first three years of their lives i don't know what it is i think it might be my nose that they're scared of or your breath <laughs> So your breath, um, that's like the smell that comes from your mouth. And um, what's the way to say hello to people in Uganda? This is a question I'm um, interested in. In Italy, there's the kisses and it's all a bit confusing. What about in Uganda? So you just say, J balako, which is well done. Well done. So when you say hello to someone, you have to say, say well, well done. done. <laughs> well
1: done. No well matter- done for what? What? just for you know being there in the day. Just well done. <laughs> You say, well, well done, sir. And they'll say, no, well done to you. That's the reply and the response.
0: (laughs) Oh, that is good. Well done for being alive. Congratulations. You've done a great job to get to this point. You know what? What are you now? You're 33, aren't you? You're almost a year younger than me. So well done, Hellraiser, for getting to 33. I never thought you would live past 30, I must admit. True, true. It's... uh, It was a surprise to me as well. (laughs) I think everyone was hoping you wouldn't live past 30, including your mum. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. I can't deny that. (laughs) Um, So apparently Uganda was the best tourist location of 2012, according to the Lonely Planet, Um, which is Mm. great, obviously. But my first thought was that was in 2012. A lot can change in seven years. Things have only got better
1: yeah yeah
0: oh yeah attractions everywhere
1: uganda museum you know they've got like uh stuffed chickens and things like that uh there's just there's there's a lot to do no it seriously though there is there is a lot i mean you should come and visit we've been saying this for a long time but you're scared of
0: monkeys and things aren't you I'm scared of dogs. OK. And one of the other things that I read is that um, Uganda is the home of gorillas. So if I'm scared of a dog, <laughs> if I see a gorilla, I will fucking shit my pants.
1: <laughs> There's not like gorillas in the garden. You know, it's not like that. They're not just hanging around. You have to go and see them. They don't come and see you. You have to go and visit them.
0: Well, that's what people say about dogs, but dogs come to see me as well when they chase me and then I have to start running down the street. That's the same as what will happen with gorillas. I don't like any animals. So wild animals, very big wild animals, is not something I'm particularly interested in. Even tame small animals,
1: it's nothing to do with the wild and big. It's just any animals for you, isn't it? But they
0: smell your fear. And I can can smell it over, over this phone call. I think you might be right, so a tamed animal is like a trained animal, let's say that is not dangerous, but yes, even they hate me um apparently, as well, Uganda is a tree loving nation, they love the trees. is that right i what website was this? <laughs> Uh, just a Google search, things about <laughs> Uganda. It was the first one. I didn't like waste time and do a lot of research. I clicked on the first <laughs> link that come on Google. Right, right. I most of my friends are kind of,
1: you know, ambivalent about trees. They they neither love them nor hate them. They're there. Sure,
0: lovely word there. Ambivalent. That sort of went over my head a bit. So when it goes over your head, you d- you don't understand it. Do you want to explain that one for us, Hellraiser? It means you're neither with it or against it. You're kind of in the middle. In the middle, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, apparently they love trees. And if you cut down a tree, you have to plant three new ones, okay? So next time you cut down a tree in Uganda, just think about that. Okay, okay, I'll put my axe away. Okay, that's good. So the axe, the thing that you use to cut down trees, we've all got one of them. Um, Apparently, unfortunately, Uganda is a... Um, very poor country, it says that most people live with less than $1 a day. Okay, that's like the average. So my first thought there was you were living like a king when I was paying you for those transcripts. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. I could afford everything. I was living in a castle, actually, at the time. I can imagine. But now I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm destitute. I'm on the streets.
0: That's what you've done to me. So thanks for that. Um, No problem. What did you say there? I'm destitute. You keep using really long words. I don't know what's happened to you. You never used to know long words. I've I've grown up, Martin. You know, uh,
1: (laughs) I thought that was the whole purpose of the podcast is to kind of, you know, teach English. No? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But not words with more than two syllables. I've said it once and I'll say it again. Okay, those are the long words. We're not interested in them. Keep things simple. Okay, don't make it complicated. Anyway, what does that word mean? What was the word? Destitute, I think. Oh, like, um, you know, you haven't got anything. So just on the streets, it's like a hobo, a tramp. <laughs> Hobo, tramp, all of those words basically mean homeless person. Um, But as I said, you must have been living like a king, okay? You could have said to me, you can pay me less if you want, but you didn't. Sure. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Could you have paid me less? I I would have been (laughs) extremely happy to pay you less. I can't tell you how happy I would have been to pay you less. I would have done a worse job. Okay, well, you didn't do a great job anyway, did you? Sometimes it was like... Hellraiser, where's the transcript? Oh, sorry. I went out last night drinking and now I haven't got my phone. And so I'm just not going to do it. Fantastic. I'll do it. Great. Thank you.
1: That one occasion I was actually robbed at a festival. So I, I can't really. <laughs> I I did want to do it, but unfortunately I didn't have
0: the tools to do it. So when you are robbed, it's when someone steals something from you. I then um, did a bit more research into this incident when I asked him. And Hellraiser told me that he got so drunk that he passed out. So, when you pass out, it's when you lose consciousness and then woke up and then things were taken. So, it wasn't like a violent robbing, was it? You were kind of lying there, almost with a sign on you saying, Please rob me. I was asking for it. Exactly. Okay. It was your fault. Okay. You deserved it. Um, Okay. So, apparently, people love bicycles as well in Uganda. Is that true? There's a there's a there's a lot of
1: bicycles. There's a lot of bicycles. Yeah. There's there's more motorbikes. Loads uh-huh. of motorbikes. So we have like motorbike taxis where you go from one place to another on the back of a motorbike rather than in a car because the traffic's pretty bad. Okay, you used to have a motorbike in England, didn't you? Oh, for sure. I had to sell it for a plane <laughs> ticket to come to Uganda.
0: It's always a, a sad moment for me remembering that. <laughs> um <laughs> Hellraiser had quite a few um, motorbikes and cars, I believe, that he used to buy from his uncle for like £20. And then after like two days, he would be stranded on a motorway. So stranded is when you've got no way to move because the car would break down. So break down, stop working. And then you would just buy a new one, wouldn't you? Well, there were only £50. I mean, it's cheap as chips. Easy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So some nice vocabulary there as well. Cheap as chip, something really cheap, basically, just a more colourful way to say it. And the thing I liked about that most um, was that all of the words were less than two syllables. Okay, just the way I like it. (laughs) Um, The next one here explains Uh, a lot of the reason why I believe you are in Uganda. Um, It says people in Uganda are addicted to beer, party and sex. Is this true? That's that's the three words on my LinkedIn profile. Yeah, <laughs> on your LinkedIn profile. Yeah, I can actually imagine that being true, though.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, yes, yeah, uh, Kampala definitely. It's a bit of a party place. Like, does the yeah. fun the fun never stops? It's a pretty cool place.
0: Yeah, seems like you're having a bit too much fun sometimes. <laughs> for for who? Well, for you, for example, even this podcast, we were supposed to record last week and we had agreed a time 12 o'clock on Sunday. And then I texted him at 11 o'clock and the Hellraiser replied to me and said, no, I still haven't come home from last night. So just <laughs> what, like 14 hours drinking? It was around then. It was around 15 <laughs> towards the end. But I didn't think I was in a good
1: state to record. I wanted, I wanted to yeah. do things professionally, you know.
0: Sure, sure, but yeah. doing it professionally is going out and getting really drunk the night before that. <laughs> that's the definition of being professional. Did you do that last night? Oh, I was in bed at nine o'clock, mate. Okay. Really? Oh, that's sad. Sorry. Oh, no, I have a sad life. I'm happy that you feel sorry for me, though. Thank you. <laughs> um So, languages, Um the main language, what's going on with the languages in Uganda? Well, there's around 50 different well even more 50 different kind of local tribal languages
1: mm. but how the, many of them
0: um do you speak half of one <laughs> half, half of one <laughs>
1: yeah but luckily for me uh, most people do speak pretty good english
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and then the second language is like uh, it's called luganda which is for the central Lu- re- luganda
0: okay do you know yeah. any any of luganda
1: well, that was the greeting, J Balako, that's uh, w- uh, well done.
0: So you know, you know one word then, you're doing well. Chichilli wo? What's that? What's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I actually, one of the things that I read was never say hi to anyone, always say, how are you? So if you're just walking down the street and you see someone on the other side of the road, yeah. what do you do in that situation?
1: I'd never greet a stranger
0: no but you know the person let's say if i know the person i would just say hi well you're not allowed to you have to say how are you (laughs) or at at minimum well done (laughs) well
1: done the funny thing is sometimes if you say hello to somebody uh they would just reply fine
0: (laughs) that's because they think you're saying how are you hello fine
1: it's true (laughs) (laughs) hi fine that's the kind of normal conversation well done. Hi, fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sounds like you're having some pretty good conversations out there. <laughs> I've got loads of friends. Um, apparently as well, potatoes are just called Irish. Is that true? That is true. That is true. So you just say, can I have some Irish with my with my dinner, please?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you... <laughs> yeah, you would, yeah.
0: Nice, um, but what about, for example, pasta? do they call that Italian?
1: no, no, afraid not afraid mm, not shame it's on... ju- it's just the it's just the potatoes,
0: which I think is a bit racist, but you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, um, so the roads as well, apparently, the roads are a bit crazy out there, is that right there's there's no there's no real uh
1: rules for the road, so you just kind of go wherever you want to. Uh yeah, riding a motorbike isn't fun in the city.
0: No rules probably suits you. You don't really like rules, do you? You are a rule breaker. You saw the rule book, you ripped it to pieces, and then you did a shit on it. <laughs> oh, that's all true. That's all true. Yeah. Um. But you did have a bit of trouble on the roads once, I believe, didn't you? And actually had a car crash. Is that right? We've had a we've had a, a few, not just the one, but the <laughs> the worst one it was of <laughs> The worst
1: one was uh i was teaching a uh, mrs hellraiser to uh <laughs> to drive in one of the national parks and uh she put her foot on the accelerator a bit too much and then we uh-huh. crashed, in, crashed into a ditch and then rolled
0: the car on the roof so we were upside down at the end so a ditch is like a big hole in the ground and then what did you do then did you call your uncle who's a mechanic And just say, can you come and help me? And he said, yeah, no problem. Just give me £5. I'll give you a new car and everything will be fine. Yeah, exactly. He was there in seconds. But what did you actually do? How did you resolve that problem?
1: Well, I had to find uh, some people who could fix cars in the national park. (laughs) Uh, Are there many people that can fix cars in a national park? (laughs) You'd be surprised. There was a few. Uh, and then what happened
0: Uh, so did you just start saying to people like well done well done is that how you were getting attention pretty much and (laughs) everyone was just saying fine
1: fine fine I had to say look can you fix the car Uh, which fortunately they did in the end But the other bad thing about it is because we're in the national park. So there's like lions, there's, uh, you know, giraffes, (laughs) hippopotamuses around.
0: This is why I don't want to come. Okay, (laughs) this is why I don't want to come and see you. I can imagine you saying, let's go out for a drive. And then the car like fucking rolling over. And then there will be just lions and giraffes trying to just, you know, have a chat with us.
1: Well, unfortunately, there was a family of baboons that were trying to eat the food in the car. So they were just surrounding the car. (laughs) While we were upside down, which um, wasn't the best,
0: really. But we did manage to get out of it. Okay, that's great. It sounds like you came very close to death, um, which I'm sure you probably enjoy. That's the type of sort of joys that you, you get off on. So when you get off on something, it's when you enjoy it in a strange way. I, on the other hand, like to be in a very secure place, Okay, with my feet on the floor, No animals around me.
1: Right, right. That's where we're different. I don't know why we're friends. (laughs) Are are we we still friends?
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Um, I wonder why we're friends as well, especially when you try and get me to smoke and stuff like this. (laughs) You should just leave that in the past. You should just leave it. Remember, mum, if you're listening, I never did it. He tried, but I never did it.
1: He did. He did.
0: Uh, well not really not really i think i tried a few (laughs) times and started just going (coughs) (coughs) bit of coughing action yeah yeah it was it's embarrassing yeah exactly anyway on that embarrassing note i think it's time to say goodbye but thank you very much for your time hellraiser i'm sure we will be seeing you again soon you're welcome thanks very much take it easy keep on rocking oh yeah baby see you soon bye-bye bye-bye Okay so that was me speaking to the Hellraiser about Uganda. Um so remember we had to clear up the thing about his name. So when you have to clear something up, you have to clarify it and that is exactly what we did. We cleared up why we call him the Hellraiser because he raises hell. Remember the verb to raise is to kind of move something up. People often get confused with raise and rise. What's the difference? I have the answer. Rise is something that rises naturally, let's say, on its own. For example, the sun. Raises or rises? It rises. It does it alone, doesn't it? Raise is when someone else does it. Like the Hellraiser. He takes hell and he raises it up to earth and creates hell for everyone. Hell on earth. Um, He also said that he was fired. So when you're fired, it's when you lose your job. Someone says to you, stop coming to work. You're shit. You're not working here anymore, which is kind of what happened with me and him with the transcripts, although not really like that. Um, Then I told him it's a dog eat dog world, a lovely expression there to say basically everyone looks out for themselves. Each dog is trying to, you know, defend himself or herself. Dogs are females as well, aren't they? The Hellraiser then said that his review wasn't read out and he was kicked to the curb. So when you kick someone to the curb, it's kind of when you get rid of them and say, look, I don't want this anymore, and you kick them to the curb. The Hellraiser also said that he was ecstatic about what's going to happen. So when you're ecstatic, it's when you're extremely happy Who wouldn't be happy to come on Rock and Roll English? He also said people don't like me because of my breath. So the breath, well, your breath, is the kind of smell that comes from your mouth. For example, you brush your teeth and then you have a very nice smelling breath. If you eat onions, hmm. Probably not the nicest smelling breath. Um, Then he was talking about tame animals and that I'm scared of tame animals. So a tame animal is one that's not dangerous, let's say, that's very domesticated, that's used to living at home. But I'm scared of all animals, even the ones that are not dangerous. Because, you know, one day they could be dangerous. You never know, do you? The Hellraiser then said that his friends are ambivalent. To tree. So when you're ambivalent to something, it's when you know you don't really care. You don't dislike it, but you don't like it. You're just like, yeah, whatever. But that was one of the difficult words for me because it has more than two syllables. So I said it went over my head. So when it goes over your head, you don't understand it. Um, then we were talking about cutting trees, and the Hellraiser said he will put his axe away. So the axe is like the kind of tool you use to cut trees. I've never cut a tree down in my life. Maybe you haven't either. But if I were to do it, what would I use? I would use an axe. He then said that now that um, he doesn't do the transcripts anymore, he is destitute. So when you are destitute... You are poor, you have no money. He is living like a hobo, a tramp. Two other words that we had. Both of those words, what do they mean? A homeless person. Someone that lives on the street is a hobo. Someone that lives on the street is a tramp. It's the same. He was then telling us about the time he went to the festival and got so drunk that he passed out. So when you pass out, it's when you lose consciousness and fall to the ground. Um... Generally, not a nice thing, so try to avoid that if possible when you go out drinking. Happens to the Hellraiser quite a lot though. We were then talking about him on his motorbike and saying that he would be stranded on a motorway. So when you are stranded, It means when you are left somewhere and you have absolutely no possibility of moving. Stranded on a desert island is the classic term. Because there are no boats, there's nothing to get you off the island. You are stranded. We were also mentioning about how many of his cars broke down. So when a car breaks down, it's when it stops working. It happened to the Hellraiser quite a lot. But it was okay though because he bought another car when it happened for only £50. £50 for a car? cheap as chips as he said lovely expression there just means cheap but it's a more colourful way we love colour on rock and roll english don't we He was then telling us about his driving experience with Mrs. Hellraiser and he said they fell in a ditch. So a ditch is like a big hole in the ground, let's say. Then I said that he probably enjoyed that experience of coming close to death. He probably got off on it. So when you get off on something, it's when you enjoy it in a kind of strange way. It often can be used for sex. Some people, for example, get off on having sex in strange places. They enjoy it. I don't know why. You know, do it in your bedroom, not in the middle of the street so everyone has to watch. Anyway, that's all of the Rock and Roll vocabulary for this week. Remember, all of this vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. If you want the flashcards, if you want to do a quiz, if you want to be part of an international community, what do you have to do? Join the Rock and Roll English family, rockandrollenglish.com family. It's your decision, though. You don't have to. If you want, great. If you don't want to, Great. Whatever happens, I will see you again next week. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, people. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.